Hey everyone, we have an awesome show for you today. We have an incredible lyricist and an amazing rapper. Um, He hails from LA. He's a wonderful person. His journey that he has taken in his life is one that is full of triumph and strife and he has come out on top. He's an incredible person, uh, a wonderful friend, and it's amazing to have him here. The one, the only, LA Price. They give you a million dollar bail. Look, I said 23 years old with a fucking million dollar bail. How the fuck a nigga make bail? What y'all fuck niggas can't tell? I'm that boy. That nigga that put that work up in them streets On my mama was that nigga they wanna murder when they see uh, Snitch niggas get bitch niggas they bitch made Straight bitch niggas we ride out My bitch with a straight ghetto fat No bitch niggas we dope boys won't sleep Made like 20 racks every week Two felonies, no innocence Just blemishes on my image bitch But we'll fix that when the photo drop Press crop on that photoshop Mixtape go over top of my name Gonna bubble like soda pop We could ride this bitch till the wheels fall off But I'ma keep scraping to the motor stop but you know what I'm saying yeah. hey, hey I was in there <laughs> look so hey, there, there, there's look. that in case you were wondering so, about the so power. listen listen that was welcome to Pod Rock Hey man, it's good to see you guys. Hey, it's, it's really it's good so to have you. How are you gonna come man. in and show on the drums? And we in a we pandemic okay. and we pull it off. I know, I know. Here, here's the thing. The fact that we were able to do this during the middle of this is COVID crazy. and do it the way that we are, it's it's great. Oh so, hell yeah. Um okay, real quick, I want to do the ceremony first okay. pour. Uh Remington, you get to do the first pour. We're drinking Dow Winning yes. 15. It's a Highland Sculpt Motch or single malt scotch, excuse me, Sculpt Motch. Sculpt Motch. Haven't even had a drink yet, that's where we are. <laughs> so so you said scalp mach? Scalp mach. It's malt scotch. But please take this. Malt scotch. Yeah. So first pour, my friend. <laughs> Go ahead right. and pour yourself a drink and we'll get this going. Mm. I love it. I love oh. that sound of the cork. Yeah. So, so, so how, uh, how do we how, salute? You know, that's not half bad. That's not bad at all. That's not half bad. Now that's a delicious oh, scotch. Yeah, that's man. smooth. Yeah. That's smooth as hell. That's smooth. Hey, you know me. I'll be drinking at Hennessy and at Remy Martin. That's pretty yeah. good. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've seen you take down some pretty good uh, tequila and, and scotch. You've, 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 we've yeah. had some wild scotch nights, you and I. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, with Tyler. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, you and I. <laughs> what, is what, what is it, that monkey shoulder or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's always peddling that shit. Yeah. Tons of monkey shoulders. You're right. You're right. God almighty. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I played it off like I could hang, but you know. Man, man, it gets whiskey, nuts there. Boy. Yeah, you got a point. Yeah. I'll I'll say though, those those drunk pool nights though, man. Like we get we get into some pool and we can't hit anything. Oh, like, it's awesome. Know, Nothing. <laughs> just not a good time. Well, Remington, welcome, welcome man. to Pod Rock. Welcome to Pod Thank Rock. You. Yeah, man. Thank you nice. for making man. the trip. Glad it's to so be cool. here. Glad to be here. Mm. I wish I could see my boy on the on the laptop while we do this. But <laughs> yeah, we're. Good. I'll be the other one staring at his pretty face. It's all right. <laughs> If you want, I could just next time just give me a send me a, a headshot of yours and I'll just post it somewhere. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Or a cutout. We'll make a cutout. Oh, we could make a cutout. Yeah, actually, that's a that's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope that this shit's over. Hey, it's crazy. The world really came to that. All those like Stephen King books. Shit, man, yeah. How like, about all it? these crazy movies? Right. <laughs> and then now look at us, bro. Where yeah. we at? We. It's really like you've really got to. Be tapped in and, t- and tuned in and, and reading the book of Revelations and the book of Daniel to understand Revelations, to understand the times that we're in right now, man. I, I it, agree. It was written. Yeah. Yeah. It was already written. And we could have got it in front of it. I That's mean, why we have those 
those hints, those you right, know, those right, right, tips right. On yeah. Earth right now. Because don't you believe that this whole existence is kind of it's illusory to, at the very least, right? But I mean, it's it's if you really delve into it, right? We know that things are just. This is a picture show, right? It's yeah. all in oh, here. Right. It's all in our minds, oh, yeah. right? Because so. it's all temporary reality. Yeah, that's right. Well, what we just said five seconds ago don't even exist right, it's anymore. It's gone, yeah. 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 With rap itself, there's like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like there's this whole like dichotomy of like, you have to have money. You got to flash it. You got to, you know, flash all this stuff. Like, Not all you, of it. No, you're right. But what Not I'm saying is like it. the big ones that you see, the ones that get a lot of, of, at least in the past, when you had music videos that cost $7 million and stuff like that, there's this whole thing of flashing that kind of, Okay, Cash I'm gonna be a dork for a second. I'm gonna be like, how do you? But how do you? How do you translate that out of that? Like, how do you? Okay, it's like, all right. When you first start rapping, I don't care who you are. Mm. If when you first start rapping, you're not thinking about all the flashy stuff, right? You like, oh, this is cool. I got some stuff to rhyme. That was pretty fun. That was, you know, and you going at it like that. But then when you start looking at once you once you come up out of that and and and, that, and you might be in your bed late at night it might be pitch black whatever but once you wake up you turn on that screen and you see some other rappers doing that and it's all the glamour all the cars and the girls so then you already thinking visually how to that's how you're supposed to create the visual art to that 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 audio that you just came up with that's what you have to present yourself last that, night so yeah. yeah you know so then they start getting getting it misconstrued that's why it's not it's it's not good like man to even watch that type of shit like right. like when i when i grew up i don't know if i could curse on it when i grew up man I oh grew you up, hey, I, hey, fuck I, fuck fuck you can say whatever that <laughs> okay look when i grew up i grew up in the church right so we was we we wasn't supposed to listen to secular music we wasn't supposed to you know watch this and that garbage in is garbage out right so i know that but we still gonna sneak and do it so when we snuck and did it we we seen shit, the tip drill video. We see e everything that that was out there. Yeah. And it's and it's like, damn. All right. So this is what we thinking that the end result is supposed to be. Because see, my motto is this: a song is not complete until the visual is finished. So hmm. a lot of these artists, that the ones that's by, that's really passionate about it, they're going in not even thinking about the visual aspect of it. They're going in just thinking about the lyrics. But when it comes to the to the visual aspect, some of them get tainted by that because then they see the response. Mm. Because now their their art is about to be distributed and published to to somebody, and and then if when they hear it, they see you looking all flashy, then they like all the girls want you now. So then you start feeding off of that, start getting tempted to to stay like that. Right. So then that's your power. That's where you find your value, your worth. That's your power is in them jewels on your neck. When really, to a nigga like me, to a person like me, that's symbolic for slavery. That's some chains around your neck and, and, and around your wrist. It's like, come on, bro, what you doing? Right. And, and then diamonds depreciate. They don't hold value. Come on, man. You know what I mean? I got, I got a couple diamonds in my ears, but, you know, I, I'm not spending no 50000 You know what I mean? Nothing crazy like that. Mm. It's just like... It's like, man, so so then the youth nowadays, they thinking that they got to rob, they got to scam and do all this stuff to get this money, to go buy a Lamborghini, to go buy this jewel so they can get this girl. But they don't even know, like, man, all that shit is just going to ride away, bro. Like, like, you need to be trying to get your credit right. You need to be trying to buy, invest in some rental properties. You need to be hmm. trying to learn some trades. Yeah. Because... Because that, what it, learning a trade, that's knowledge. Knowledge is power. Francis Sir Bacon said that, right? So this is like 16, 18, or 18, 16. I, got it. I, I, might, I might have it twisted, but 
what it means is like knowledge is power. So when you when you got that knowledge, this is what these the youngsters need to learn if they want to be independent as well and not working for somebody. You know, because I got two felonies. I don't work for nobody. I'm an independent mm-hmm. contractor and and an independent artist. So you got to learn a trade. You got to master your craft, whatever it is. And once you can do that, then and you do it by purpose, then profit is automatically going to come. A lot of people, they doing everything right now for profit and not purpose. Yeah. That's well, why they're not mastering the trade, because they're just trying to see what's the hustle, what's the supply and right. demand. Right. They're not worrying about mastering the trade. So go ahead. Well, on that theme, that's why I brought this. This uh, I'm, I've been working with a, a guy named Peter Lewis for about four years now. He was a huge success like uh, in the 60s and early 70s in a big band called Moby Grape. Right? And his wife's a kind of a, uh, she's an intellectual and she teaches French. And she turns me on to all kinds of like different poetry. And she's really into Rimbaud. So I thought I'd bring this. And I'll tell you where this is going to go. I'm going to read just a paragraph, okay? Go ahead. okay? So this is Rimbaud. This guy's like 17 years old in France when he wrote this. It said, against the snow, a being of high-statured beauty, whistlings of death in circles of secret music make the adoted body like a specter, rise, expand, and quiver. Wounds of black and scarlet burst in the superb flesh. Life's own colors darken, dance, and drift around the vision in the making. Now, I wanted just to, to throw that in there because... There's a ton of poetry out there, right? Some is kick-ass, some is just frivolous, some is like, you know, the bling, right? Mm-hmm. But today, you know, what, what, in, what I guess not just interests me, what I'm blown away with I actually is um, with rap music in general, since they're, they're the last like great poets. I mean, we have, we have people out there, not all, right? Because some is like you said, it's the bling, it's this, it's that, it's, a, it's the, the show, but like yourself, I mean, um, and I, I'll, I'll tell another anecdote about you in a minute, but um, there are, I mean, when people find their voices and they have something to say, I mean, w- first off, why do you think after thousands of years we still, we're still quoting this guy or, or why does poetry move us so much? It's because we find these words and these, that, that evoke images that just slam the feeling of what you're, whatever that guy's trying to say or whatever you're trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. And when you find your message... I mean, you know, thank God actually for rap, right? Because I mean, if we didn't mm-hmm. have, like, for example, in rock music that I grew up with, right? Like, I love Bob Dylan. I'm a Bob Dylan fanatic and Leonard Cohen because, you know, you can have uh, '80s bands talk about I just want to eat pussy all day, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, I, I can't fuck enough girls. Right. You know, but that's cool. It's for you know, I mean, they're having a good time. But that's considered rock as well, right? Yeah, so, yeah. But, you know, Bob Dylan's also considered rock. And, you know, if you listen to his messages, it, I mean, you can cry, you know? I mean, because oh, totally. when, when people have something to say other than the guttural, other than the uh, you know, I mean, then it's, this is a medium that's so important. And if it wasn't for, like, rap music, man, we'd have nobody out there, you know, because, I mean, look at the Taylor Swift. And I, I love Swift, actually. Maybe she's a bad example. But the, uh, the, your modern-day pop artist. Um, isn't really saying so much, you know. I mean, you, you got like it's the standard, yeah. You know, yeah. maybe t- fifty <clears throat> words in a song, right? Yeah. Where and it's all about love listen, and right. It's or, standard stuff. Yeah. yeah. You no, telling no. me Ariana Grande isn't just giving out deep, deep? <laughs> it's all good. No, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. We all need that too. Hey, but you look, know? look. Th- this is why I say that everybody, everybody, they have to master multiple crafts. You have to. And let me, let me tell you why. Okay, I get called in a lot to write for different artists, right? Because they need to bring some authenticity to whatever they're doing. Yeah, you've done ghostwriting for some pretty big names in the past, right? Yep. Yeah, 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 I have. 
And so me me being me me being so real to the music and so real with the content that I bring to the music I see people a lot that they don't know how. They don't know how to do that, mm. right? So they got to call people. But at the same time, I see people in the regular world that they don't have a dream. They don't have a goal. They could be in college and all that with degrees or whatever and still don't know what they want to do, right? But let me tell you this. Being a person that's multifaceted, that mastered multiple crafts, and I'm going to continue to do that, if you, don't, if you don't have, if you feel like you don't have a purpose or you can't bring substance to something, just focus on mastering something and then focus on mastering another thing. And just through the trials and tribulations of trying to master that and, and giving up, or feeling like giving up, but then still going, hitting roadblocks, but then still going, getting back right. up, you're going to learn so much about life, about the different feelings, because music is, the, the realest music is the music that you can feel, not, not what you can hear. Right. So the only way that you feel hmm. those emotions you got to be sad. You got to be happy. You got to be mad. So if you just living your life high all day or getting drunk all day, not doing shit, you're not even able to feel those types of emotions. So how you going to make some music and the consumer, the listener is supposed to feel right. those other emotions from listening to you when you can't even portray that or put that into your music because you don't even identify with that. You don't have That's that right. being fueled from somewhere. Because your regular day life is some bullshit. Yeah. You have to be living it to be able to talk about it. If not, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to find your story by catching a case. And then now you got something to talk about. Or you gotta go, you know what I'm saying? Well, you and I have had this conversation quite a few times that you can't have these vices while you're working. You know, you can't depend on alcohol. You can't depend on drugs while you're working. No, you, you can't. You're not feeling it. You're you not. Yeah, well, you know, it's not, I don't even it's just the uh, the vices. You know, I was watching uh some YouTube shit mm. last night and uh, George, you know George Carlin, the comedian. Oh, of course. So yeah. he's a he's from the back in the day. Like he he came up in the '60s and then be, was had a resurgence in the '70s and then in the '80s and then um, I think he died maybe in the '90s. It right? was like late '90s. Well, he was one of the most yeah. like prolific, like very straight up, very speakers. very uh, yeah. He, 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 he would he, no holds barred. He was one of the first ones. What he had he, he criticized had a, the government. He oh yeah, I mean, he, he just, got arrested he, because he did a show where he said these are the like twelve words you can't say on TV, and he just went at it. And he was like fuck, and never saying all this stuff. Yeah. He went for it. They they actually took him out of the venue. And I don't think it was on TV, <laughs> but it was like you can't say these in public. Well, they arrested him afterwards. What well, <laughs> he was he was saying, you know, they were interviewing him like in the in the '80s or something like that. I think in '85, and um, he's like, you know, I grew up and I and my I had probably done about 200 TV appearances. I was like, I was following the American dream, you know, like just milk toast, like, you know, do this, go up there. He goes, but no one even knew who I was and I was miserable. Mm. And he goes, I wasn't really cracking through, you know, and he goes, because I was just doing what I was supposed to do, like what I thought I'm supposed to. But he goes, but you know, I grew up, you know, burn, you know, burn the math section down in school. He was saying, you know, like burn this down, descent, grow your hair along, be, you know, I just, that's who I really was. And that's not who I'm being, you know, on these TV shows. He goes, and then when I realized that that's who I really am, who I wanted to be, because when my message changed, he goes, that's when people came. He goes, that's when people started, yeah. because when I started being real, so that's in a sense what you're talking about, right? Like, I mean, you want to, yeah. if you're just faking it for either vices or just for your ideas of what you think you should act like, yeah. you know, that's the thing about all art. Unless you're just fucking honest, even if you suck at it, I mean, just... Be honest. Just be honest yeah, because totally because once you fake it, you can only fake it for so long, right? That's right. Fake it till you make it, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna tell you this: if we all make it to the same room, and we're all talented in that room, 
the difference. What's gonna what? What's the competition at hand? Great then point. it's gonna be who is the real? Who is the, the realest real, in yeah. the whole right, man. place? So yeah. it's like, man, you know they're gonna fact check. They're gonna bar check. So <laughs> keep it, keep it one hundred. Yeah, check yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, at the yeah. door, man. Be yourself and all that. You you also need a you also need a yeah man. yeah. I'm looking at his drink and there's nothing in there. So. God no, we, we that's but, just but, unacceptable. But, but, just you can't keep those glasses. He's just gonna hold the fucking. Hey, I'm gonna tell you, man. I just I try to just. Save the youth right now, man. But I, I gotta school them on this stuff because they don't know, and well, they and they wouldn't know because they just was born so late. Right. And and uh, if they didn't have no older siblings like that, and if their parents wasn't so intuitive, and you know, with this entertainment stuff, be different. But right now, man, a lot of these youngsters are being used as pawns right. just for the you know to further other people's business. And well, you and I have had a, a lot of conversations about the way you want it because you, you said the visual, not just the lyrics, but it's also the visual itself. Yeah. But your ideas and what, like what he wants to kind of create with his music as far as visual, just on that referendum and, and, and doing that, you've got stories. You've yeah. got actual stories that you want to tell with your music, with the visual that you want to show. He has, he has. I screenwrite it all. Yeah, he, he actually, treatment. he fucking screenwrites. I'll be writing the like, like, not just uh, like, like. The, his story itself, but his videos that he wants to do, his songs are pretty much screenwriting in the way that they have, like, just, just an arc. And it's really, really intriguing. And him and I have sat down and talked about just, like, his life and, and things that he wants to show on screen, even to the point of, like, the people that you want to call out. Like, you've, you've got this lovely idea about, like, the people that you want to call out. Because he, he wants to go for the top dogs. Like, he's, there's no one that can take him in, in, in a rap battle or anything that way. Like, you've, you've, you've got this confidence that I don't see often in, in many people. So well, look, all right. So what I can say is, all right, look. Well, let me back that I, up before look, before look. you before you say that. I would also like to say when I met you, you know, Tyler's like um, a friend of ours. This guy Tyler, um, he throws the most amazing parties. Yeah, <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's an amazing rapper. I go, yeah. And we were we were bullshitting. I think we, you and I sat down, and I think I was really lit. And I'm like, and you were talking about a taxi cab ride. And I don't know if you remember this that you took a taxi cab or an Uber or something to Tyler's. And and he's like, yeah. And you said to me, like, I think I want to, you know, say something like a story, like a rap. I go, oh, can you do it now? And you're like, yeah. And you just started for like, I don't know, man, like two minutes of just like, like machine gun right. words. And I'm like, <laughs> and it was all so powerful and intense. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Oh yeah, no, he's <laughs> so he's... it's the it's the real deal. Yeah, <laughs> man. Look, sometimes I be in the zone. Sometimes I don't. You know, it, it just depends on how my life going at the time. At that time, man, I was so hungry, bro. I'm still so hungry, but I was, yeah. like, ready to take any and everybody head off. But so when I was younger, man, I grew up battle rapping. And then I started making songs when I was, like, 17, 18. And, and then from there, I just kind of put the battle in alone because, man, these dudes, they had it. Like, Murder Moog, like, all these, all these cats, man, they was just... They was bodying the, the yeah. battle game. And I was flying back state to state battling too. And I, I was doing my thing. And uh Where were you based originally? Hey, I was, like like you, you I was yeah. I was living yeah, I was living out here. Hey, I was in a battle check this out. I was in a battle in Michigan, right? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh-huh. Where I just flew out here from. This is probably like ten years ago. it's called the King of the Ring freestyle battle for like ten or twenty thousand. I think it was ten thousand. Ooh. Guess who threw it? It was Mayweather, right? I'm in the <laughs> listen. I'm in, a, Mayweather I'm, in a, I'm in the I'm in the ring with Mayweather. We like this, right? And he got the he got the Louis bag with the money in there. It's 150 contestants, right? 
And then it was so unorganized, man. But oh still. my gosh. Like, that, that kind of a story, though. Listen, and it was five judges, though. It was Swiss Beats. It was Jada Kiss. It was Styles P. It was Kid Capri. And it was Shauna from DTP, uh, from Ludacris uh, Camp. So cool. Yeah. So it was, this was wild, but I didn't lose to nobody, right? Made it to the final round. But when it was my time to go, when I was trying to get in the ring, everybody left their seats and just crowded around the ring. Oh, just Man, got close I'm to so, shit, right? Yeah, I'm so, I'm so small compared to these giants over there. But I finally get in the ring, and then and uh, it was like one last battle. They was trying to get it over with. And this dude, he bodied somebody, so they just gave him the bag and let him go. I'm like, man. What? Oh, but it wasn't over yet. They just all went crazy, and then they just gave him the, Mayweather gave him the bag. But, uh, but, it, but it's, it's. I didn't care about none of that. I didn't care about winning. It was just right. the experience. For yeah. sure. You know, and, and really, I was looking at, and that dude probably would have bodied me, probably would have slayed me, but I was just trying to learn, yeah. sharpen my tools, you know what I mean? And so so now when I come at it, man, from, from me helping so many people with their lyricism and with the just how, in the, how to actually, their delivery and, you know, vocal production, I look at it different. So I'm not going at all these dudes' heads. But it's like, listen, all these rappers that be saying they the best at this and that, or they the, you know, it's like, nah, bro, listen, it's raw talent out here that just doesn't have the connections that you have to get heard or seen by the masses. But if we all had the same attention, good luck, may the best man win, you feel me? And it's like, man, I work hard for for what I do, and I feel like, yes, I should be and I will be one of the top ten. Oh yeah, well, I'm, I'm aiming for the top five, but I already got some of them. That's like four or five. That may, and, I, and I and I don't want myself to be in there with them because <laughs> I just learned so much from them. Well, you got them. mutual respect for them, like you're yeah, not trying to take them yeah. down. You're just trying to get your name up there. There's a Mount Rushmore that I just yours, want the respect. Want be, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. like when you, jail, when you go to when you going in the jail, oh, when you totally. going anywhere. It's we all men. Like yeah. yo, I just want my proper respect. Yeah. Like shake my hand. Like yeah, y'all. Some you're not you the, the best. You're, you're some of the best. Yeah, but. I'm one of the best too, bro. So that's right, y'all. But they don't know that yet. Yeah, they're gonna know this real soon. I promise it. you. Oh, I believe it, man. Like <laughs> I said, your talent's nuts. Man, I mean, thank I, you. I, I appreciate it. There's a video, and I can't play it because we don't have we don't have rights to it. But you went to Capitol Records. Mm-hmm. You went to Capitol Records where they were they were filming. Uh, they weren't. They were basically filming it too. But they were they were doing kind of a jam session. I don't I don't know if you were there or not. Mm-hmm. You might have been there. But it was Tyler. Joe was there. My wife Joanne was there. Um, and they were doing kind of this jam session for Gil Sharon. Yeah, Gil Sharon was there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was it was great. And they were doing this jam session in uh, Capitol Records, and they invited Remington down. And they were kind of doing it just to get um, scores of music for one of the movies that they were doing. I don't know if it was The Way. I don't know what it was. I think it was after that. But they asked you, you know, hey, have you ever, I don't know, freestyled with a live band? <laughs> and he yeah. gets up there. And he freestyles with a straight up live like like rock band. All everyone put, like, Gills Gills uh, on the drums just fucking rocking out. You hold know. Hold on. First they call it the hot box. They throw you in the hot box. That's <laughs> oh, what they call it. Wait, what? What for what? Like because that's I didn't just think the recording booth in here. It's just a box. All right. Wooden box. So and it's hot and it get hot in there. So <laughs> Tyler was like, "Yep, you're going in the hot box." I was like, "Damn." Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, you you gave. Honestly, like four and a half minutes, five minutes of just no straight up. shit. I, I'm, oh, I'm, like no lie, it was yeah. it, it, when when Joe brought home the video. I was like, this is long as hell, and you just like there was no pauses, but, man. You but just, listen, but because I had to, but I wasn't even in the right mind at the time to do that. 
And it was an opportunity I wasn't going to turn down. You remember the right. fire had, the studio had just burned down, a double homicide, and two dudes got shot. Okay, that. we'll come back to that because. Oh, okay, yeah. That whole thing but, is an but, absolute. But, yeah, like, but it was the opportunity that was like, that I really appreciated, you know? Yeah. And then, and, and then I, I lost my voice two days before because I was recording so many records with, with one yeah, of my Yeah, that's the other thing. You're very prolific. prolific. What'd you say? You're very prolific. Oh, I man, mean, you were just sending stuff all the time. I was like, holy cow, and everything was wetter than the next, you know? Man, I'm like, how man, the hell, I appreciate dude? It, yeah. Man. <laughs> no, I mean, it's nuts. I showed my wife, and she's like, what the hell? Oh, right. Like, how, we, the, the, what the hell was like, how is it not like everywhere? Yeah. Because it was man. like, this is as pro as it gets. You oh, know? completely. And, and yeah. I still have it all in the kettle. Yeah. I, just, I just leaked a couple things. Yeah, right on. But, um, but yeah, what was I saying? What was. You were talking about like, your opportunity. You said, yeah, "Oh yeah, yes." No, so I lost my voice a couple of days before. So when I went, I was like, "Man, I was so excited!" And I'm hearing the beat, right? So I go in there. They're doing the score for, I think it was that fight movie, and um, and so oh wait, wait what? It was what, the documentary, like yeah. the fight. Do- was it the MMA documentary? That they were no, doing no, it's not an MMA one, but it, it was like a fight movie, like like. Not like Fight Club, but it, it was something like that. Right. But they got the screen up, and but I hear the music going, so I'm coming up with bars. I got about an hour or so before, before they finish that session, so I'm coming up with bars, rocking to it, and I'm like, ooh, I got about four, then eight, then twelve, then sixteen. My memory pretty good, right? So I'm like twenty four <laughs> bars. I'm like, ooh, I'll make that a hook. Oh yeah. So when I get in there, I just have to come with another verse on my own Shit. on the spot. Man, as soon as they, as soon as they stop the music, Tyler going to say, all right, so look, Rem, I want you to freestyle no written shit. No written shit. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, oh, no. he said, I want it all on the spot. And I said, all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, damn. <laughs> Man, I ain't even freestyled in a minute. I just been going in on records. so You know we're going to ask you to freestyle about that. <sighs> Oh yeah. man! All right, I, <laughs> hey. I love that that that. Oh, man, hey, I still have a freestyle in the wild right now, but I mean, I be getting it in here and there. It's just, man, I be so busy working, right? And I don't be around a lot of people that rap. When I am around people that rap, they feel kind of um, intimidated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's and it's it's sad because you know it's you know I'm around my own peoples and all that, but they don't even. Like get the ciphers going and freestyle like, and then if we working on, if I'm talking about working on a song or doing a verse or collaborating, like they just kind of just can't, you know, get they get the verses done and mm. all that because, and if they hear my verse first, you know what I mean? Oh, then they kind of they go back like Ooh, they kind of apprehensive on So it's like, man, lately I just been trying to find. Like I just got back. I just flew out here like a week ago. Flew back out here. I've been gone for 13 months. So now I'm trying to find my my mojo again, man. Yeah. And like really, you You're know. You're coming back I mean? next month though, right? Yeah, I'm coming back next month. Yeah. But so but I gotta leave out. Yeah, I gotta leave out next week and then I'm coming back. But when I come back, I'm gonna be able to lock back into my mode. But uh yeah, man, it's it's like I love freestyling, bro. But well, we're you, not gonna get too crazy. But the upshot of like what we're doing here is we you know, we've all um we all love music, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And like I, I, I'm a lifer. I grew up in it since I've been playing, started piano when I was like five years old, you know, and I just kept going, guitar, singing, composing, what crazy journeys, wild um, experiences. So we like to bring in, talk about these, bring these in there. And at the end, I, you know, I talked to the guys and they're like, what we all think is that the universe, God, however you want to look at it, 
is always like presenting stuff to you. Yeah. And I think if you look, you'll find it. And I think at the end of the day, us all sitting around, even Lenny, you know, here, his spirit is here, even though his, his voice and, and, his, uh, and, his, and his video is coming from, you know, Missouri. Um, oh, yeah. If we find we're still here. I, yeah, <laughs> <I'm> still here. <laughs> there you go, man. There he is. I, I mean, we're going to find, like, you know, I, I think when we're getting to it, actually, I think that it's obvious what it's going to be. So, like, we get the theme, and at the end, we're just going to create something that's yeah. unique to this moment. You know, oh, that's yeah, our thing. So, hey, uh, this, see, y'all going to be the ones I cipher with right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> this, this is how we sharpening the tools. Right our, now, our big right? thing is we want to create just such a collaborative space. and you know, we love live music and, and you guys are musicians. Like, like Lenny and I aren't musicians, but we have a respect and a knowledge for it. I'm around musicians all the time and I don't play anything. You know, I don't Man, do anything that way. Man, you a musician, but bro. Not, don't, look, look. You got a definite ear for it. Yo, he's gave yeah. me some of the best constructive criticism, oh, bro, yeah? Yeah, on, yeah. on some important records. On some important records. Well, yeah, I appreciate bro. that. I appreciate and that. And then, and, and when I went back and then did this shit, had them do it. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I like his <laughs> well, ear. That, that, that makes good. I appreciate that, though, man. Yeah. You got a million dollar ear, bro. But but with, with with this and having musicians here and just having just just honestly being around this, like later on, we're actually we've got a cajon over here and we're gonna have Joe come out and give us a beat along with George playing and then and then we'll see what we can do. We'll create, see what come up man. with. Yeah. yeah. The great thing about this is, and this is why George always has his guitar on his knee, we want this to be so open that if you just feel it, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, like if if there's something that you're just like, oh, I feel passionate about this. I want to do this. Like, if there's any point where you're just like, look, I've got this. I've had this in my mind. I've had this. Whatever. Let's go. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Like, at any point, we're we're so open to just be able to just run into it. Because George, George, just fingers and fiddles, and it's it's. uh, Anybody sing? Oh yeah. Oh, George, George, definitely sing. Oh yeah. Okay, so we just go back and forth. We're going to work. We'll figure something out. What about Lenny? What Lenny do? Uh, I just look pretty on this video. Uh, <laughs> he just watched the two chunks go by. Huh? Lenny, can I, can I tell him about your? Uh, can I tell him about your your delving into singing that I know of? Oh, oh please um, do. You can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to take Cody and I had to take a singing course in college together. It was singing for the actor, so it's not it's not quality singing. <laughs> the great thing okay. is, uh, so what we had to do is we had to come in with songs. So you know, you you pick certain songs that you want to come in and you want to sing. Generally, the thought is that you will pick musical theater songs. Lenny did not. Lenny's two songs that I saw him perform were She Thinks My Tractor's Sexy and Mambo Number 5. Wow. (laughs) Now, here's the great thing is Lenny was so ungodly unprepared when doing Mambo Number 5. He shows up and he hands me like the lyrics and he's like, help me if I get lost. (laughs) <laughs> because this is, like a, this is like a big thing for this one class. When you perform, this is a lot of your credit right here, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets up there, and he starts singing, and he starts going through it, and he's dancing because you got to entertain, you know? Like, it's singing for the actors. you got to entertain. And he loses his spot. And he looks at me, and I can't. I'm just cracking up. I can't. I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard. How's your, how's your pitch, though, Lenny? Uh, it was not bad. I didn't even look at you. <laughs> yeah, come on. It was, it was not great. It, it was not okay, great. Okay. The great thing is, though, he's like, he's like, what's, what's the, it was Angela, Pamela. He looks at me because he doesn't know what's coming next, and he goes, and Angela again. <laughs> was he doing a DMX song? Oh, <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah. He's Mamba number five. You oh, know, like, oh, like, oh, one, know, two, three, four, five, everybody, everybody in the club. Oh, yeah. yeah that, he oh, oh he knows it now. Yeah, no, now, he knows it. now he does every single lyric to it. But it was one of the greatest things that I just I'll always remember that because just seeing the, the absolute just almost anger and fear toward me and the whole thing of him doing it 
He also didn't you bring in like a, a tricycle or something for it's my tractor sex? She thinks my tractor sex. It was so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, cool. it was insane. Like hey. he he was he's hey, as he get much, an A for effort. Dude. Right, yeah. Lenny's an entertainer, man. Well, you know, you said earlier sharpening the tools, man. That's all part of it. You know, right. you got to yeah. go through all that shit. You can't oh, just show shit. up and be like, even if you got amazing God given talent. You gotta sharpen it, you yep. know, no to, matter man. what. Well, you going to yeah. out eventually. You've yeah. said what that you you when you started out, you were practicing guitar. What fourteen? When hours I, a day? I, at that one point when I decided to get crazy serious, I literally was the a minimum eleven hours a day, sometimes fourteen hours. I, I started my day seven hours with rubber bands around my fingers in front of a metronome going. and doing all cycle of fourth scales in every possible pattern, harmonic minors, just going. Up, it, like it took it took literally ha- you know eight hours, right? It was like boom. That's how I started. I took a break. I'd go out and then I'd go out and you know there wasn't back. You know I'm, I'm old, <laughs> so then I'd go and get records, you know, and put them down in like an ear training, right? Stuff that you know now on YouTube you're like, how do you play Eruption? But, oh, it's there. Just go here and like, oh okay. That shows you. Well, I had to fucking go with the with the needle, you know, back. <laughs> back <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I was like oh Jesus Christ you know that fucking killed four hours so but you know so yeah. it took time but I mean that's how I you know I've sharpened the tools oh, right and I want to learn yeah. a, I'm gonna learn an instrument bro I'm trying to learn the piano real soon that's cool yeah and the then I'm gonna start really getting crazy with the producing because but your production's already insane man but it don't be me producing like that like the thing you know playing it all I'm more so at a I can hear it yeah, I could be like, "Yo, can you add this? Can you add that?" And then once I get get the beat, then I rearrange it my way. Right. You know, I do that. But as far as knowing the sounds and tracking it and placing it, I don't be doing all that because it's like I'm, I'm working with a team of producers, different guys, and this is what they like to do. So then they come in like, "Eager, yo, Price, this is what we this what the idea." So then I'm like, "All right, well, look, we change that. Let's try this yeah. and that." Or we go from scratch, and then it's just. But I want to actually produce. But it's crazy because this is this is a this is a big um, this is a big thing going on right now where where you got producers that's basically saying you're not a rapper, you're not a real artist unless you produce your own music as well, right? Mm. But then you have people like me that where I'm saying you're not a real producer unless you play an instrument. Ooh, because yeah. if you're just oh, okay. doing Fruity Loop squares, right, right, right. come on, bro, I can do that all day. Huh. <laughs> I'm, the reason why I'm not doing that, I have Ableton 9, I have Logic, I have all that, and I know how to do it because I work right in, with the producer. Sure. But I want to learn the instrument thoroughly so I know all the keys, I know exactly how it works. And then actually get on that screen and start oh, moving, yeah. moving the squares. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. so it's gonna take it to another level. More sharpening tools. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Hey, I only say it like that because I've been having a couple of discussions and debates mm. with some producers that yeah. you know been on that. Are you still working with some of the uh, the other um, producers that like I've met? Like, yeah, um, yeah. I'm still working with all. That's them. great. That's great. Yeah. They're good we, guys. They're good people. So yeah, yeah. We keep a tight knit like circle. So right. They all been getting placements and. Sharpening eight tools. You had mentioned earlier the whole thing that happened with uh, the recording studio and stuff. Yeah. If you don't mind, I'd love to just pop back to a little bit before that and what happened with your life. Because you your have, story is fascinating. Oh, it's incredibly yeah. fascinating. Like you have, yeah. you have such a, a, a ride that you've been through. Yeah. But um, 
one I, thing after the next. Right. It's been major thing. And I don't want to get too much into details and anything like that. But you obviously, you spent time. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So. And with all that, if anything, if, if you said to me, you know, what, give me a word for Remington Price, you know, it would be smiling. Oh, all right, yeah. Yeah. yeah I you say know, confidence. I mean, you, in my mind, well, that, well, that, well, how yeah, would you yeah, smile yeah. if you ain't confident? Yeah, yeah, see, I like it. <laughs> right, I like yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, because you know, I mean, I've, look, your, your talent is, this is not just blowing smoke up your ass. It's undeniable, right? I mean, if anybody yeah, wants to see, you, just yeah, go yeah. look him up and yeah. you'll be like, oh, what the the fuck you know i mean it's it's over the top it's it's very like i said you're number one you're prolific i can't imagine how you're able to put that kind of output out and at the quality it's not like it's garage band demos man it's fucking well i do oh, I, I mix yeah. all my all my own stuff engineer it all mix it all kick right. ass i do it yeah. all on my laptop well that's exactly like you said it's not, <laughs> not jack of all trades it's master of anything that you can be like, yeah yeah, yeah. Be, so. that's it yeah, yeah. and that's and man i'm like that's why I'm trying to really get it. Do you touch think that hunger you. came from the adversity? Or is that a silly question? I don't know. Hold let on, me, hold on. Let me, let me, let me. Or is it there before? Yeah, the hunger was always there. The hunger, I'm going to keep it real. The hunger came when I knew I was on to something, but I didn't know really what it was. When, when things started making sense, I'm piecing it together, and it started actually sounding like the stuff that I listened to. Like the Jay Z's, the Nas, the Eminem, and I'm like, I, I could think something and actually do it, and it comes out with no music, no beat. I always did my stuff like this on my chest or just acapella. That's how I always, me and my boys, we freestyle rap. We don't use no beat, you know, because I don't know. It's just it's it's different, you know. You you gotta let your heart beat sure. hit the beat. I had your own mention on your own yeah. BPM, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's it's like it's it started from there, and then once I and then once I kept trying to get to it and put my all into it, then I started hitting all of these, you know, damn speed uh, road roadblocks in life that was hindering me from sharp, from getting from figuring sure. that puzzle out, figuring what it was, you know. And then it was one thing after the next, and then so finally God set me down, and I was sitting in jail. And I started sharpening my tool. I said, I'm not going to be in here pouting in a fetal position or over here trying to, you know, just beast out on everybody. I'm going to go ahead and hold my own. I'm going to put God first. I'm going to mind my business. And I'm going to just get to it, you know, start sharpening my, my tools. And then from there, now, as far as me wanting it even more in life, yeah, I, I would say it's it's everything that I was that I was facing you know, that that I faced in life that I felt like I had something to prove, you know, and now, man, the age I am now, I'm like, I'm so much more patient and humble. Yeah. And I'm like, I know my capabilities now, you know, and I know it's no point in over here, you know, having your ego all the way out here. To me, ego means Xing God out. So it's no point in even having an ego. That's why I I'm did right that. I got a new you. record out. I just did a video for a record called Ego. And it's like, it's telling a story. Like, you know, I could have went and put in some work on some dudes, but, you know, and, it's, yeah. and it would have been justified too. But, you know, I'm learning. So, mm. so yeah. But then when you see what's going on, on social media, man, rest in peace to all the, all the young rappers just, man, been passing away left and right. It's like, damn, man, we need some more positive music. But really what we need, we need a lot of these artists to stop living 
they music out right now. Like, like they need to live life. Yep. Live your regular life as a man or as a woman. Be a real man. Be a yes. real woman. Be responsible. Have your bills paid. Um, have your taxes right. Have your, have your credit built up if you, if it's not. And 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 be a family member to your family. And then at a certain time, clock into the music. Yeah. But don't just how be you sitting here trying to live the rap the yeah. whole yeah, damn yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Right. And just trying to go out and do shit so you got something to rap about. Because otherwise, what you, cause there's no, life after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you going to rap about? No, if exactly. you're not, I mean, if you're not living life like you're talking about, being that person, I mean, what are you really reflecting? And who's going to want to... Re- not everybody's just doing fucking lines of blow and totally. lines All of... All day, though. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, every, that, but that, every time the song yeah, comes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That translates to all music. Like, that, like, of like, course. Yeah. Rockers talking about right. just the girls and the yeah. coke and all that stuff like that. And anything that you have, like, yeah, it's got to translate into family. It's got to translate into life. Yeah, exactly that's only when that song is on. Right. Yeah, <laughs> in a couple yeah. minutes. But, bro, you ain't got to be living that. No, completely. Like, like, stop yeah. playing a song on repeat. Everybody just, just yeah. play that shit one time and, you, and then get back to You see that with artists when they get older. You know, you look at like the Stones, and and they're they're clean now. They're they're still touring. They're clean. You know, like you get older artists who finally figure that out at some point. They're like, oh shit, my life is. Can't well, be you also have way. to write more. Uh, you know, I mean, like think about the yeah, dudes in bro. the eighties. You know, like mm. like Poison. All right, like, right. like pussy, 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 pussy. Okay, so that's cool when you're twenty, right? It's cool when you're twenty-two, but all right, now you're twenty-five. Is it still pussy, pussy? I mean, right. like, you can you can start banging, but you're gonna probably start thinking, you oh, know, maybe I'll get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, my, there's something my, further than this. Yeah. yeah, my advice to artists is like, don't go and work on music until you're inspired. That's right. Love it. Live life. Live that. And then and and be a good person. Yeah. Live life being a good person, and then when you and and when you're inspired. And you might be inspired all day, every day to write a line here, right, line there while you live in your life. And then at the end of the week, you might go to the studio at the end of the month. That's right. Like go to the studio and record those couple things you came up with. And then you're back to living life. And then that's all you should do. Not, you know what I mean? But I, I think almost in anything creative, that's, that's a perfect way to think about it. Because even as like a screenwriter, I have a, I have a book with me at all times and I'm writing down stuff. Yeah. Little things that come to mind, little things that come there, and it, maybe sometime they'll translate into a story in that way. But mm-hmm. I think that's wonderful advice for anyone, really, yeah. especially in creative uh, and, vein. And I'm gonna tell you this: I learned this the hard way. I was I was drinking so much, getting mm. so skinny, getting so unhealthy, wasn't sleeping because I felt like if I didn't finish that record right then and there, I wasn't gonna get that same energy. I couldn't bring it back the next day and replicate that same energy. Right, and that's real too. That's so real too. So I go through that at the same time because then it's like you acting. It's not real. Yeah. So so what I do now, what I've been doing lately is I haven't been making songs just on the spot, just press and record going in. When I mess up, running back, press record. Lately, I've actually been using my notes and I've been coming up, playing the beat, and I'm coming up with the lyrics in my head and then I'm writing them down. Usually I don't write anything, but I'll be recording it. That's why I don't have to write. So now I've been writing it all down, creating a whole record. And then once I got it, then I'm dedicating a whole day for that record or yeah. 12 hours where I know for a fact I can track all the vocals with that real authentic energy. And I don't have nobody interrupting me. Cool. That's awesome. You know, You've so. You've grown then in that sense. You've yeah, grown into I, that kind of. I learned, yeah. but I learned from mentors like our buddy who we were speaking of earlier. Yeah. You know, seeing how people clock out at a certain time mm. and then they. Be a family man. Yeah. And it's like, because once you, 
once you start making the money and you become successful, what you gonna do, rappers? What y'all gonna do? You <laughs> right. you gonna just keep standing in the studio all day? You yeah. gotta raise your kids. You gotta do, be a father, and a, you know. George is a, a wonderful example of someone who stayed with music for his entire life, and you've never, you've never, you've had the chances to kind of just go away from. Oh, this is how my music is. He could have gone the, you know, oh, this is what mainstream wants, but he wants to create his sound. He's got a daughter, he's got a wife, he's got a lovely life, but he's still always, you're always creating, aren't always, you? Always, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I knew luckily at an early age, like mid twenties, late twenties, I knew him like you know. If I continue down this path, and I, I was pretty successful, I didn't have a regular job, you know, like from till I was in my mid twenties. I mean, I, I had a, I got signed, I got discovered by a, you know, a, a huge rock star. Came out to Los Angeles, got a record deal with this other band, an Arista Records, you know, big deal. And, yeah, I remember. And um, and I was working, but I, I kept not being me. You know, that whole thing about like George Collins talking about being me. You know, yeah. it's like I was like, man. I don't know if they want me, you know, like the, so I'm just going to like fucking figure it out. I'll, you know, I might have to work harder than your average bear and I'll go figure out and, you know, and I'm, I'm a good businessman. I'm Greek descent, you know, Greeks love to fucking figure it out. So, mm-hmm. um, I just, I'll figure it out, you know, and I make, I do, make, I do all right. I get, yep. you know, I get, and, uh, it's like one business to the next and I found a couple that work for me and, I just keep putting, I got my fans. They buy everything I put out all the fucking time. They just like, they love, like my fans are true fans. They just yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I, I don't care, man. Look, this guy I'm working with, he's 75 years old right now, Peter Lewis. You know, his mom is Loretta Young. It's like the biggest, you can't think of a, there's no big enough movie star right now. She's got a, a, a multiple Academy Awards. Um, you know, his dad, his his. His godfather's Ricardo Montalban, okay? Whoa. So, I mean, All he right. was in the most influential band of, like, if you ask, the, you know, like the big bands of the 70s and 80s, you know, for the, the, the big bands, you know, like in rock music, like the Allman Brothers or mm. Led Zeppelin. Who's like, what's one of your biggest influences? Moby Great. They all go back to Moby Great because they were like, they were, there was no lead singer. All five sang and they sang in perfect harmony. They were nuts. Oh, damn. And he's the founding member. His name's Peter, like I said. And he's, he comes from this Hollywood royalty, right? And he's 75 years old. We've been working on a record for a few years now, and it sucks for, for Corona, but the year before that, when we were like really into pre-production, shows up 10 o'clock on a Tuesday, 74-year-old dude, cranking his guitar, putting it down, showing <laughs> up at the studio, let's get to work. Like, what the fuck? I you love know? it, I mean, though. that's... That's I'm like looking at him I'm like that's where I want to be. Right. I mean, you know, forever, right? Because I'm sure you feel this. You're not doing this at this intense of a level without loving it. You yeah. know, what I mean, man, like, that's serious. who you are, yeah. right? Yeah. That's why I don't even get in the studio with people. Like all these little artists be wanting to collaborate and feature. Like nah, bro, I don't even know you. Bro. Like you probably a weirdo. Like you probably live. You 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 know you probably we two whole different the mindset. Uh, but I'm, if they I'm have the same it. hunger that you have, then maybe if you see that twinkle in their eye, would you be like, all right, maybe? Yeah, like, no, no, no. I definitely, as far as like give them advice or, yeah. or even hear them out, have conversations, whatever. But as far as working with, you know, certain artists, it's like, man, you got to be real particular. I'm I pre- right now, point in time in my life, I protect my energy. So on a record, it's very spiritual. You can't see. Your vo- your that vocal. You can't see your, your that frequency. You can see it on there, right, but right, right. only we can see it on there. That's in the studio. Everybody else, you, they gonna feel it. So 
if they fill in mine and then fill in this artist at the same time, it's not coinciding and, it, and it's something different, I'm going to feel some type of way. So I just like nowadays, I'm really trying to get my music to be more serious. You know, I call it like spells. It's a whole <laughs> different genre. Yeah. I like it. Where did, where did the name L.A. Price come from? What, what was that? All right. So it was just Price at first. And um, that's P-R-Y-C-E. Came, it, it was P-R-I. Look, in like sixth grade, because I, I always wanted to be like a spy or a special agent. Oh, <laughs> shit. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, martial artist. Yeah, man. I was studying martial arts from like eight years old to 16. Like I was doing my thing. All types of like kung fu, everything. And uh, I was just always into that, renting the movies as a kid and pressing pause on it, but re- a bunch of times where it moved slow, because yeah. we ain't had a re- button, the, the button that said slow, and I would practice <laughs> all the moves, just as- all the Jet Li movies, all the Jackie Chan, all the Bruce Lee movies, I was, awesome. man. So I really wanted to be, a, I really wanted to be uh, like a spy type, and uh, so I had double O price, right? Oh, okay. shit. All right. <laughs> I can't believe I'm even telling this story, bro. <laughs> hey, only a couple people know this story. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they hear this shit, they're going to be dying. Right? <laughs> so where Price came from was I used to battle rap in the bathroom. As I was in sixth grade. Everybody come in the bathroom. 106 and Park came out. So I'm battle rapping, and I told somebody I was going to make them pay the price. And, you know, like I was Price, so it's time oh, to pay up. Okay. But it was a freestyle. So then I said, yeah, I'm going to go with Price. And then I was like, but I like Devil O Price, right? Ah. <laughs> and then I said, then my homie was like, nah, bro. You should just go with Price up. So I went with Price, right? <laughs> uh, you could have been Devil O Price, though. All right. That's not bad, though, to be honest. Hey, look, look, Think so. about his friend's face whenever he said, I want to be Double O Price. Like, no, 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 stop there. You actually probably owe that friend, just so you do know. Like, yeah, you owe that right? friend for taking that away from you. Shout out to my boy Ron. <laughs> Ron, folks. Hey, so look, so then... So then I'm like 20, where the L.A. came on at. Okay, so everywhere I would go, state to state, everybody calling me L.A. Because I was living out here, going to high school. Like, I lived out here in elementary school. Then I moved to Michigan just for uh, middle school. Then I moved back out here. My dad died eighth, eighth grade, summer. My, pa- my dad passed away, so I moved back to Cali with my mom. Started high school here, been out here ever since. So every time I flew back or I flew to New York, because I'm, I was born in New Jersey, so let's let's put that down there first. I, I'm from originally from Orange, New Jersey, so I will always go back east, you know. And I got friends in New York, and uh, everybody called me LA. So then I was in New York, I was in Harlem at this one point in time, and this dude came down. He had a record label, and uh, you know he messed with some of Chris Brown people, and uh, he was like he wanted to sign me to his label. This this dude. And uh, and so he was like, man, you need you need some extra ring, not just price. You need something in front of that. And uh, every, you know, when I came to the studio, everybody was calling you L.A. He was like, I thought your name was L.A. He was like, and he was like, man, you might as well just go with the L.A. Price. And then so <laughs> I said, man, and you know me, I'm still in that yeah. tactical mindset, that spot. So I'm like, lone assassin. What, what all can L.A. stand for? L.A. It could be this. It's not La- just Los Angeles. I said, it's La- yeah, okay, I said La- yeah. so. But then at the same time, this is what's crazy. My story for me getting locked up, right? Because some things, man, is by accident. Some of the greatest things by accident. Right. So then you got to try to find some meaning to it. 
So it makes sense, right? If you if you know it got a ring to it. So then I'm thinking LA, right? All these rappers out here, even the ones from LA, none of them then had LA on front in front of their name, like legitly on paperwork, right? Yeah, that's true. So I worked for the LA County Sheriff's Department when I was 19. I graduated from the LA County Sheriff's Academy as a custody assistant. So then I was working in the jail. I, I was so basically like a CO, but in the LA, LA County Jail, the worst jail in the nation, Men's Central Jail, right? So so my boy. Growing up, his stepdad was a deputy sheriff, right? So I, I, we all in the streets. We, we crazy in school, you know, with all the gangs and all this different stuff. And then so we dropped out of high school. We had to. I got kicked out of high school and uh, got my GED. So my boy's stepdad was like, hey, why don't you, you don't have a felony apply here. You can make some good money. Yeah. And you can start doing your music and this and that. So I'm like, okay. So I actually took the test. And pass. It was nurses, doctors in there, people that failed. Mind you, I'm kind of intelligent. You know, I was yeah, always no, reading all I types of books. I would definitely consider yeah. you so, an intelligent person. So yeah. I passed the test, and just so happens, my life growing up as a kid, I wanted to be a spy. So they said, in order to work for the CIA or FBI, you need either military background or some law enforcement, two to four years. Man, listen, I went through that Sheriff's Academy. Look, I was DT recruit, defensive tactics recruit. I was the coldest with the, all the fighting, with all the weapons, everything, right? Damn. I had fun. And they was paying me $3,500 a month just to train. <laughs> just to train in the academy. I couldn't believe it. I just took a written test pass. Yeah. And then I was working at the gone. warehouse. They called me one day and said, you got to start this day. I said, oh, I got to pay rent. You know, right. I'm 18. Paying, I had my own place and all that. I got to pay rent. They said, no, we're going to pay you for this. We paying you like $1,750 every two weeks. So I stuck with it. Four and a half years, right? So I'm like, okay, I can do something with this. And I'm just working in the jail, just in the mod pods. And everybody in there I knew, just from like a lot of the homies from the, from the streets and all right. that, especially for the rap. But at the time, I was working. I was, I was linked up with somebody from Dr. Dre's camp, from Aftermath. So we started working on a detox album, right? So I'm around. I'm over here in the studio. with. I'm at Jimmy Iovine's studio, No Excuses. I'm in there with Timberland, with Dr. Dre. Fuck. Yeah, with uh, Stat Quo. With, uh, yeah, I'm in there with Polo the Don. And, and this is like constantly. Like we was, and, and the, the team that I was with, like uh, the, the, the crew that I, was, that I was rolling with, you know, he was Dr. Dre's main writer. Yeah. So, and I was like his like right hand at the time, you know. And, uh, but he was, he was way older than me. I'm 21, he 34. So I'm working at the department, sheriff's department, you know, at the uh, jail. But at the same time, I'm at Encore Studios for a year. I'm at Glenwood for six months. We had no excuses. So I'm going, getting off work, going to the other one. Now, the whole time, you got the feds, the FBI, two different task force, right? You got one of them watching the sheriff's department that just men's central jail because of all the police brutality, all the crazy stuff that's going on. And they seeing me there. And then you got both. Then you got another task force watching other, you know, things. And then they seeing me around other people. And then they just started kind of, you know. And this is this is like, you know, man, it was crazy. It was like some movie stuff, to where they putting tracking devices on my cars. No shit. Everything, man. Like my, they was trying to, man. It was on my mom. My man, it was crazy. So uh, anyway. 
They tried to use me as a scapegoat. The LA County Sheriff's Department did. They saw the videos I had of everything. They basically tried to say, like, I was moving cocaine through the jail system. So, you know, when it came down to it in court, it was funny because the attorney that I that I hired. Oh, you hired a good attorney. Yeah. You got, you got, uh, like, I hired yeah. the best attorney in LA oh, yeah. County. Yeah. Besides uh, Mark Garagos is Michael Goldstein. Shout out Goldstein, man. Oh, he's a he's a good <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, and he's my manager now, too. I was about to say, he, he's yeah. now managing you, too, he's though, too. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, he's a bulldog, man. Yeah, that, that man. man. He's scary when he's in court. But, so. but the thing is, he thought I was guilty, too. And uh, I ended up taking a plea bargain and all that because I, I, mean, I was out on a I had a million-dollar bail. They give man. you a million-dollar bail? Million, look, I said 23 years old with a fucking million-dollar bail. How the fuck a nigga make bail? What y'all fuck niggas can't tell? I'm that boy. That nigga that put that work up in them streets. On oh, my mama was that nigga they want to murder when they see. Uh, snitch niggas get bits. Niggas they bitch made. Straight bitch niggas we ride out. My bitch with a straight ghetto fat. No bitch niggas we dope boys won't sleep. Made like 20 racks every week. Call that small time if you want. But homie I'm comfortable when I eat. And I'm comfortable when this heat. Keep it untouchable when this beef. Mix that AR with my brave heart. And I'm fucking up the whole streets. Fought my case for a year and a half. Was looking at 19 years with have. Shit ain't sweet, nigga. Just last week had to take that plea for the three way half. That ain't nothing, homie. I want that. To the DA, I said run that. I'ma let y'all niggas play catch up. But when I touch down, time for the comeback. When November hit, I'm in this bitch like a tampon. Under ten percent, two felonies, no innocence, just blemishes on my image, bitch. But we'll fix that when the photo drop. Press crop on that Photoshop. Mixtape go over top of my name, gon' bubble like soda pop. We could ride this bitch to the wheels fall off, but I'ma keep on scraping, scraping to the motor stop. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, hey, I was in there. <laughs> look, so hey, there, there, there's look. that. In case you were wondering about the so camera. listen, listen. That was in the sale at 23 years old, right? And I bailed out. I got, I made bail. My my boy bailed me out. You bail, really? A you made bail? Yeah, after 17 days. Damn. I made bail, right? So I'm out on bail. What year was this, by the way? What year is this? 2012. 2012, a million dollar bail. Well, it, we got it reduced. Thank God you got that reduced. We got it. We got it reduced to like it was a quarter mil. That's still a shit but, ton of but, money. Like. But listen, but it was a it was a hold on me. A 12, 7.75.1 hold on me. I believe that's what it was, 12, 3. It, 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 where it means that you have to prove where the money came from that bails you out that it's not ill-gotten funds because this was a dope cake. So my buddy comes down. He's got, you know, he's stocks and all that, you know, mills over here and this and that. And uh, shouts to my boy TJ, for real. <laughs> hey, but, uh, yeah, the judge, they, they approved it instantly. And uh, and he actually a friend of his, man. Shouts to my boy Tim Starks. Actually referred him to Goldstein, and that's how he got me him and Goldstein to come see me. And boom. So from there, I'm out on bail, right? Right. Now the case is on. You think you out on bail, and you like, whoo, nah. Now the case is on, right? They had undercovers everywhere. They had DVDs of me in the club. They had undercovers drinking adioses. They like, you remember me? They had like, man, it was crazy. So anyway, they pulling me over left and right. I'm messing with multiple girls at this time. They pulling those girls over left and right. Just asking them for their ID. So finally, I'm giving a friend a ride one night. His cousin arrived, get pulled over. He has a gun in his waistband. Oh, no. 
So the guy, cops was like, gun, and then I'm like, I'm just praying they don't shoot shoot the homie, and then I'm and and then so they hit me with, and then I had like five thousand dollars on me. So then they was trying to like, oh, what is this and that? Like he's into, and uh, and then they hit us with gang charges, a ten year gang enhancement because he had some tattoos, gang tattoos on his arm. It was my car. The gun was in my car, even though it was on his person. And it was just they just wanted me for that case so bad. That's why they even pulled me over. Right. So. Finally, you know, so then they revoked my bail basically over that incident. So I'm out on bail for six months. Then they revoked oh, my Oh, shit. Bail. I didn't think of that. Yeah. And while I was out on bail, I was on an ankle bracelet where I just couldn't leave the state. But I had to check in every week and pay $115 a week. So, yeah, it, it was it was crazy. It was nonstop grind mode for me. And I did like two albums while, while I was out on bail. Then I, when I went back to jail, man, I did like two albums in there, maybe three. I did about 60 to 70 songs, all acapella. In jail? In jail, yeah. And how long were you there? Um, I took a deal for two and a half years, and um, I did about, with all in total, going and coming, and the violations and all that, I did about two, about two years. All right, yeah. Yeah. But it didn't stop, because when I got out, they said I was absconding for eight months, and they called me out in Michigan, Locked me up out there and then extradited me back on a plane to L.A. County. Then they kicked me out of L.A. County, Orange County. And it was just crazy. So, yeah. It, it was, yeah. But just the upshot, though, is that the only thing that you really did was hang out in a different place that they thought was what? You know, I mean, like, how did they correlate that because of your job? Well, the thing is, all right, I'm going to tell you. When you, when they listen to your lyrics... Whether it's, whether it's the ones investigating that's listening to your lyrics or whether it's the ones that's trying to throw the investigators off so they're listening to the lyrics to see who they can use as a fall guy. And then they're doing their investigating through the streets to see if what, I, what I'm talking about is real. Oh, like, shit. You know? Wow, that's deep. Yeah, it's, it's different angles to it. Yeah. When you're on the inside and you're figuring out where the heat come from, you got to check everywhere. You got to feel all around to where it's warm and then follow that trail. And they say where there's smoke, there's usually fire close by. A lot of certain details of things I can't talk about, but or I wouldn't I wouldn't talk about just because right. I'm, not, I'm not like these other rappers that speak on street business, you know, or whatever type of business it is like that. But as far as how the investigators work, it's they're just looking for a conviction. Hilariously, if you can't hear that, there's a bunch of sirens coming out. Oh my yeah, because we're in our garage. Like, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what a yeah. timing for it's that. It's business. Yeah. Like, they, they, now, if it was no crime being committed, they'll be mad. They'll right. be saying, who could we put a case on? Mm. Pull people over for this now and that now. You know what I'm saying? So you give everybody, you arm this whole country. And you know what does that come back to? What we started the conversation right. with, man, about our, all these distractions, all this, this society, this, this pulling apart of people. Because you know, we know what we're missing. Honesty, honesty, yo. Yeah. But yeah. You, and you know what? It was certain ones that was trying to be so honest. It was doing it the wrong way, and people feel like that's why they, you know, rest in peace because it was being too honest too soon. It's like, mm. it's like we gotta feed. It's it's like you can't feed a baby steak. You gotta give them milk. That's right. You know what I mean? Like you gotta wait till they're ready. Yep. So, you know, with my music. It's just it's the demographics I'm targeting and I'm I'm gearing it towards that. Yeah. You know, because I mean I could make music about all that fly shit. I could do all that. 
but it, I don't feel it. If I don't feel my and man, when I when I first started making music, I used to cringe when I hear it played back. <laughs> so when I hear fake music that I know ain't real <laughs> yeah, about man, me, so I be right. like, oh yeah, hell no, nah, man. When you when you got out of prison though, when you when you were done with all that though, you were basically you were sleeping in in your recording studio, like the recording studio that you, got, that you guys were working in, right? Like you were staying there. When I got out of jail, well, that was some years before I had I had parole. To my uh to my cousin house in LA, but uh, a couple years later, yeah, I ended up moving to Hollywood. Had a studio with my boy Shy, and uh, we was rocking for like six months, and then we kind of parted ways, you know, little differences. So uh, what I did was I opened up my own studio. Mm. As the owner of that building, he owned multiple other buildings in Hollywood. So I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm not really feeling the situation with my bro right here. Still my bro, but I got to do my own thing, you know? And so, boom, he, he put me up in another spot. I, I came with the bread, paid him. We drew out the studio how I wanted it built. They built it up in there. Cool, it was good. I moved in there. And, um, yeah, I was sleeping. Man, I had my suitcase open, a big suitcase. I'm laying in that mug, sleeping in the suitcase. <laughs> I didn't have no, no uh, food time yet or, 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 you know, nothing like that. Now, the plan was... To have that studio running sessions, mm. you know, consistently, sure. like bringing in money that way, you know, yeah, yeah, because I ain't had no job, you know, I got two felonies, I got two misdemeanors, I got a gun charge on my record, I got bribery, I got, I got possession, I got, man, I got all types of stuff. So it's been grime mode for me forever now. So I'm so serious with life, you know. So I'm like, listen, I got to stick to a schedule. I got to be responsible, like, so. I planned on, I moved in there October 1st. Man, by October 17th, I had already met with like three record labels, four record labels probably. And I was like, damn, I can't even do the sessions I wanted to do that was going to make the rent money because they all telling me what they all want me to do. Right. For my own shit. So I'm like, fuck. And that's the, and then, and then the, the other three dudes who told me, like, because I had three other guys who was going to go in with me a month on it because I was going to let them get little certain blocks to book sure. out. And uh, them dudes flaked on me, man. So I had to work double time, bro. I'm working on three to five songs a day, right, whether they mine or somebody else's. I'm still trying to get sessions in. I'm drinking like crazy. Man. I'm like, I'm killing myself, man. And I was just hating it. And I know what's right because I grew up in the church, man. My parents were so hard on us, mm. you know, so I know it's right. I'm like, yo, this ain't right. I can't do this forever. And all the youngsters around in the other studios in that building, all they walk around with the big Dracos, the, you know, all the big pistols and stuff. So then, and they and they live in this rap life, right? They all got record deals. They're all in the industry. I'm the only one in the building without a record deal, basically, right? But I'm older, and my boys that I bring through is serious. Like, they don't play like they'll really, you know what I mean, hurt one of them bo little boys. So... It was, the tension was all off, you know, yeah. but right. it came to the point to where I was sleeping one day. I, I was mixing a song, fell asleep. I got a, uh, I had a video shoot that morning, so I'm trying to finish the mix on it. And um, like six in the morning, my boy woke me up, my barber, he came out to cut my hair. Man, he wake me up like, yo, you smell that? I opened the door, man, it's smoke, fire everywhere, like smoke, you couldn't see. From here all the way up was pitch black. Everything pitch black. And then the corner to come around at that wall, it was just fire, flames, all just hugging that corner. So 
I just, I didn't even tell him nothing. I just stuck my head down and broke, right? Ran through the flames, jumped out the door. I was, we was one of the last ones to make it out. What happened was, uh, this one of the studios two two doors down, um, these dudes got into it, three friends. So one friend, and they've been friends since like third grade, and it was like 28 years old. One friend, he turned up the music and shot both of them in the head. What the? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, and a couple of days prior to this, somebody needed a, a, a um, gas can. So I seen a gas can, they, they left it by my door. And I was like, man, I'm about to get rid of this can. I'm finna give it to somebody, you know what I mean? <laughs> One of my peoples. So it was outside the door. I guess old boy, after he shot them, he seen the gas can outside my door. So he grabbed it, walked right across the street to the Chevron. Y'all know where this is at, right? On Lancashire and Kawanga. Oh, shit. It's right oh, there. One way is Kawanga, one way is Ventura. Is. Yeah. So right across the street from the Chevron, that building right next to the taco place. That's what my studio was in. Oh, I did not know it was that. I thought it was like like Hollywood or anything. I didn't know it was No, right it was there. Universal City. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It it's that building. So, and man, it was 88 firefighters there that day. Like the biggest. Y'all probably heard of this thing like uh, in 2008. Yeah. Okay. Two, two years ago. Yeah. I was before I was out here, actually. It was, it was oh, okay. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this thing was crazy. Like Tyler was way in uh, the UK and seen it on the news. Like it was, it was wild, man. So, uh, so yeah, he, he killed his boys and um, came back, tried to torch the bodies and torch the place and all that. Wow. He That's tried to cover how, it up by torching oh, the place. Oh, yeah. okay. So Jesus. I could have died just off on, on that, bro. So I don't even like being in recording studios no more. No, nah, I makes And I sense. never really liked it because the people I roll with coming up in the game, just, I wouldn't even say in the game, just coming up, man, it was serious. Like, when I'm telling you, like, I'm telling you it's real live action, like how Death Row Days was, you know, like, so I don't even like studios like that because I know how serious it could get. And ain't nobody coming to save you. You know what I mean? So it's like either I'm gonna be a either I'm gonna be a suspect or I'm gonna die. You know, so I just try to do my own thing. But that's hip hop. That's real that's real rap. That's that's real rap. That's not all the little glamour and all this fake stuff. That's real rap. So Well the but I think like I, I watch Ice Cube talk every now and then and like I, I really feel like um like he cares and he's like he's really trying to change things there's certain people oh, right yeah, cute, and and, uh, and um i don't know i just feel like we all like that's that's not that's not what we want to be right like you said it's, it's not about your skin color it's not about any of that right i mean we are all we're all human no, beings no no yeah. hold on hold on yeah. no that's not what we all want to be right yeah now. that's what we want to be but when we're think about see you probably out all right when you were 18 right did you, were you into a whole bunch of shit you shouldn't have been Fuck into? Fuck yeah, absolutely. And that's all you could see in front of you. That's, that's all right. your, you were yearning for. That's your, what you was passionate yes. about. Yes, yep. Because you felt like you got something to prove. You wanted to say like, hold on, my mind so, is so strong about this that I'm, mom, I'm telling you I'm right. Watch this. Like, dad, I'm right. Like, the police, I'm right. Like, you're trying to yeah. prove something to everybody like, my way is going to work. This person did it. That person did it. Little do you know, they were just the exceptions. You feel me? So it's like, these youngsters right now, they... They don't want what we want. They don't want peace and happiness right now. They want that adrenaline. They want that fame. They want that attention. They want it now. Like, it's like a little kid. They want it now. So, and that, it's, it's, it's so bad for us because they are 
our future. Mm. Yeah. But why are they getting that, those ideas? Because I'm telling you, man, the major influence is, is hip-hop music, man. I ain't, I'm not going to. And, and not just hip-hop music, the video games. And the movies, that's, social media. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's all of it, man. It's it's yeah. our society. Well, right. well, it's what they're allowing yeah. on this on this shit. What they're allowing in the movies, in the mu- in the music, in the uh. Well, but I can't really it, say music. I mean, you got freedom of speech, but but they have access to everything with the internet that we didn't have when we were younger. We didn't have the access to see everything that's actually out there, and people can put out whatever the hell they want. Yeah, but what happens when you get a little older? Everybody had their own channel. Totally. Everybody. What happens when you get a little older? Let's say you, you know, you, you start caring. You start caring. You figure right. it out. You, you figure and you're, it out. Like, you're like, hey, kids, because you know, I got a six year old, man. Right. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's we're, all we're about her, old, right? Like <laughs> so, us. We're yeah. not I don't want to leave her in a world that's fucking banana totally. You know, bro, I mean, that trumps everything for you. Yeah, right. you could be having the best day of your life, the worst day of your life. If something you got to call about her, bro. Come on, man. Everything yeah. is it drops. It's, it's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your baby. Right. You know? And we want that for all. And like, but and, a lot of people don't have so. A lot of people, babies, is they chain, they car, that little bad looking chick that's fucking everybody around, all his homies. Mm. So he willing and she willing to kill for this nigga that bitch. Yeah, yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. For this car and that chain. For this amount of money and that amount of money. When really that shit don't fucking it doesn't matter. matter. Right. Yes. That shit gonna come That's and go. My, yeah. No. And, let's let's take ten real quick. Let's okay. use the restroom to about that. We'll come back. Let's jam. Hell yeah. All right, yeah. Sound cool. good? Let's get it. All right. All right. So hilariously, we're on episode two of Pod Rock, and I was thinking about this today. Uh, obviously, with LA Price here, I think we're almost to the day a year since we did our first try at this. Thanks, Rona. The funny thing is, and this is just where life has taken us. We were doing that in the living room of my apartment at the time, and we were all uh, Lenny, that's where it starts. Yeah. yeah, we're all there, and now we're in the garage of your house of my house. Yeah, man, moving on up. Can you hear the wind? Can you, can you hear the wind? Yeah, there it is. I love that shit. Oh, man. I, I, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of wind yeah. during this whole thing. That's but, all right. I you know, I mean, that's, in the, the, the age Hey, look, I need some reverb yeah, when I'm rapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need a little reverb built right. in. Uh, <laughs> once we start jamming, I'm going to have my wife come out and play the cajon and uh, get us a little bit of a beat and everything that way. So, George, you just give me the nod when I should give her a text and we'll have her out here and we can... Uh, well, I, I have to say, um, so we're going we're gonna to bring the, the kumbaya here to, to here. To, to the central point. Love it. So what do you all feel? You too, Lenny. Like, where? Do you, what's the theme of what we've been talking about? Man, I, I would say growth, innovation, um, knowledge, wisdom that surpasses all right. understanding. Truth. I think to me with the underline has been what you've been consistently just kind of uh, praising is that, that people need to be themselves. You know, you, Man, there's, no, there's no fakeness. In it's, it. okay it's, just, right. it's, so, it's okay to mess up. It's okay to not be. Learn. We do. Just, as long as your shit real. <laughs> yep. Yeah. As long as what you're saying is real. Can't nobody debate Damn. it. Somebody in jail told me this. He said, listen, youngster. He said, there's no right way to do wrong. He said. And as long as I always keep it real, I'll always be right. He said, I don't know everything, but as long as I always keep it real, I'll always be right. That's that's the theme. Love it. Yeah, we'll give her a text. We're going to rock out in this playpen. Ah! 
Get it, get it. Hey, you got more than enough room. You can move all that shit. Take that off the uh, take that off the stand. You can do whatever you want. Uh. That's what I said, man. I can freestyle a little bit. She's getting, she's getting her coat on too. She can come in at any point, man. You, you, you do you. Any point. Watch how you point. I might rip off your finger to your whole joint. <laughs> my boy Cody, we sipping, pulled up dipping. Most of my homies, they be cripping. Nah, but we ain't going there. Where we going, George? We going where? We going here. Cause I got truth to be said I got truth we got to be said We got Joanne in the building Welcome sweetheart We're changing it We're gonna go with this riff Started out from a car seat. Damn, driving fast on the car streets. Look, driving fast through the hard streets. Uh. What's in my heart? What's in my brain? Is it smart? Is it not? I was like, damn, man, I need a dart. I see the dart, boy. Yeah, I'm a shark with it. I be like, damn, I'm gifted. I am the man. I might kidnap your spirit and leave it lifted. They tell the police that I did it. Look. What's in my heart? What's in my mind? What's on my grind? Do it all the time. I don't have to rhyme. Every fucking line. But I can make sense. And I can drop it. Uh, drop a line on these niggas. Damn, hold up. Watch I shine on these niggas. Look, come through. Probably blind all these niggas. Yeah, man, my grind is so, it's so rigorous. Uh, you couldn't picture this. What's in your heart? Watch I switch it up. Uh, Look, watch I switch it up I need a cup I'm finna pick it up Yo, I get a pickup truck I be like, damn, and I'm sipping this whiskey Until I'm hip getting up That's a hip up up Damn, I'll be getting my tongue twisted I done did it, your lungs shifted Guaranteed, man, I'll be the one with it Joanne on the drums On the cajon Bad moon I said What's in your heart? A whole lot of beats. Hell yeah, <laughs> my boy! Like that's that's. Uh, he, hey, he we just warming up. No, that's just it. You literally <laughs> just went to the cup on it. Uh, like like here, you were just looking around. I'm just like, I'm just telling y'all it's freestyle. I'm not you know I'm just I keeping it. it real. I just rapped about the dog. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> love. Like, I, I saw I you see. looked at the dartboard that got in yeah, there. Yeah, his name's yeah. Dudley by the way. If you can try Dudley, to oh, you can try okay, to rhyme Dudley. a Dudley like good little cuddly Dudley. Oh shit, he literally already knows the word. I do it on my like yeah. That's little. Dudley, Dudley hungry, Dudley. but he ain't from Austria hungry. <laughs> oh, that was that was that was. He's a real one. He ain't no wannabe. <laughs> Ask the little ones. They say that he lovely. <laughs> Ooh, just, just on it. Go a little. 
There it is. Uh. Hey. Just feeling that. I love it. One more. What the hell? Well, Lenny, do it. Lenny, what's, we need some inspiration, Lenny. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you wouldn't have to stop this, the music. What are we doing? No, no, nah, nah, you got to chime in. Oh. Tell us your vibe. We're going to match your vibe, Lenny. Oh, I Let see. Let me match I your see. vibe. Look, we gonna I'm match feeling you. good. Okay. I got some new swag because it's cold here in Missouri, so I got to got some. New. He got some new swag. Hold on. Look, she got a new bag. Hold on. Look, and that's a new deck. Damn. That old one was too bad. Yo, <laughs> my boy Lenny, though, had to hit him with the Remy flow. Uh, <laughs> yo, need some vocals from a Whitney. H.O. Houston. <laughs> I don't even want to say ho. <laughs> hey, and that would have been a bar, though. No, you got to I would have said Whitney it, ho, and then I, I said Houston. <laughs> yo, yo, Houston. Yo, I know some girls that be boosting. <laughs> Yo, hold on, hold on. I need a word, I need a pronoun, the verb. Switch it up, we in the, uh, we in the suburbs. I'm hitting curves, I think I'm slizzard. Off of the, uh, I feel the urge. Yes, we feel the urge. Let's kill it, hold on, let's straight kill it. Let's go eat the whole meal ticket and just fill it. Real shit, I was like, damn, I kill it, I feel it Y'all niggas ain't got no billions, nah No millions or no aspirations No limitations, y'all masturbating Late night shit Yo, I was like, damn, locked in the cell Cuffing the ice pick When the CEOs take the night shift Yo, I don't think the it's gonna like this uh, And I ain't even write this I'm like this on some hype shit It's my lifespan, I'm a nice man Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ride. All you haters oh, keep it silent. <laughs> we ride. Oh, yeah. And that's some real shit. That's that shit that you fake niggas can deal with. <laughs> real shit. Real shit that you haters couldn't deal with. That's some real shit. Real shit that you haters couldn't deal with. Guaranteed you gon' feel this. Yeah. Guaranteed you gon' feel this. Uh. Real shit. Fuck yeah. Damn. Hey, Hell yeah. We still just warming up, y'all. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to catch the live, and then once. No, I love this. And, and my stuff's starting to click, so when it really go in, I'ma just be. I'm a, I just need a subject and a story, and I'ma go ham. Do you, do you do you want to refill before you keep going? Yes. Can I use the restroom? Of course you can. Give them some room. Where about to go up? I don't know. Yeah. This episode of Pod Rock is sponsored by Nemesis Incorporated. Is your life too good to be true? Was the pandemic icing on the cake for you, or is the real estate empire now the second yacht is looking better and better? Do you long for the days when uncertainty and pending doom could grasp you at any moment? Then look no further. With Nemesis Incorporated, you can hire your own personal worst enemy who will put the shit back in your cereal bowl and sabotage your healthy relationships. Just got that suit dry cleaned? Good. Your personal nemesis will be there to hit you with a water balloon filled with Elmer's glue and glitter. 
That new car you've been showing off to impress the neighbors will look awfully glamorous with a phallic symbol of no particular modesty keyed into the hood. You'll be surprised and amazed at the efficiency and creativity of our Nemesis team members. Is your kid too popular or getting millions of followers with their TikTok account? Bring them back down to size with our family package and watch their self-esteem go back down to where it belongs. Join the rest of humanity with your own personal nemesis today and get back to feeling the misery you miss so much. Nemesis Incorporated. Find us online. That was perfect. I love it. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely perfect. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> I didn't know you was that but like on, no, point, no, no, no. So, on point with the shit, bro. You didn't mess up. I was like, he going to mess up right here. No, no. So right what there. it is, I, I, have a, I have a buddy of mine. I, I always ask him to give us a fake promo that we're going to use as our uh, sponsor. <laughs> so right now our fake sponsor is, is Nemesis Incorporated, where you just hire someone to beat you up, basically. And the, the, the angles that people come and sit, bro. <laughs> oh. Man, you, you look like you need to refill your drink. Bro. I don't want to refill that. I like, used to have the. I had the greatest job as an eighteen-year-old could ever have. If you're like, want to just, you know, if you're in love with guitar, right? right? I worked for a luthier, like the one of the best. What is a luthier? Like, a luthier is a guy who like just builds and fixes guitars and any kind of wood instrument, right? Oh, the guy's shit. like, he's yeah. So there was this guy named his name, his name was Kenny Bright, and like you know big. Cats like Clapton would go, you know, like like big dudes. Would oh go wow! Yeah. And, and I was I got an apprenticeship with him, right? But it was paid, and I got to work. And um, just to give you an idea about his, this guy's sense of humor, and I was standing in the back of the guitar center. So he was in Guitar Center. That there was like a big guitar center in Chicago, and like his office or shop was in the back of it, right? It was not Guitar Center, but that's where he was. Mm -hmm. So there was like, and part of the gig was, is you know, he had like continuous money coming in because Guitar Center would send all their guitars to get set up, which was a really easy thing to do. Um, and, you know, so he had stacks of, like, Fender Stratocasters, right? And there was this guy named Mac who Tyler had... I, he still... I think I'm the asshole because I think I sold mine, but Tyler and I bought the two greatest fucking Marshall amplifiers you would ever hear. <laughs> we have, like, some recordings that we did. We did a record in the early 90s that... Um, if you're into guitar or even just art, it's it's an arty guitar record. It's so fucking cool. Um, anyway, those Marshalls are on that record. I sold mine like an asshole. I think Ty might still have his, but they were all modified by this guy named Mac, who was crazy. He was like one of those mad scientist dudes, literally in a dungeon, like at the bottom of this yeah. weird like Is guitar. He still living? I have no idea, dude. He was like at the like you didn't even want to go down there because it was weird. But anyway, it was just this long concrete staircase that goes all the way down to where he was working and and then at the top this is in the back like a still the same building but like a separate structure almost of this guitar center on milwaukee in chicago and so in the back kenny bright had his his studio and well, i first literally day one kid you're hired you're an amazing musician. I'll teach you everything you know how to build a guitar. You'll be doing your own fret jobs before you know it. I actually did do a bunch of my own fret jobs. So I'm uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm 18. Learned. I'm like, I'm so excited. I'm like, fuck yeah. You I'm really gonna, learned the instrument. I'm going to learn everything, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, so, so he had a stack of fenders all in the cases like this, like lined up, you know, from the, you know, one on top of the other. And they're all brand new guitars, literally brand new from Fender. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm so thankful thanks for hiring me yada 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 and i'm leaning on it all of a sudden whoosh, 
Oh, all of them, all of them, down the stairwell. And the first one, I'll never forget this. The first one that was like the top one, it was the first one to go down. And it's just, I mean, this is a long stairwell. Like, I'm talking long, right? And all of a sudden, I'm watching it in slow motion, and the, the, the case is flying through the air, and the corner hits. It's one of those long, you know, like boxy rectangle, you know, fender cases. But that right? was in cases, though? In cases. Okay. And it's going flying down the fucking stairwell. It hits like the middle of the stairwell, right? And it just opens up like a butterfly. Oh, no. And the guitar goes smashing up against the concrete wall. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I just five seconds ago was hired for this job, right? Like literally, you know? He's like, you're hired, kid. It's all good. And I'm like, awesome. <laughs> And I'm like, I guess I'm fired. That was the first thought of my head. Like, I guess I'm not getting this job, you know? And I look at him, he goes, awesome. And he just starts dying of laughter. What a beautiful person to have he that kind of like, reaction. He, 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 yeah, for real. He literally was crying. He was, he was laughing Cheers, so man. hard. Cheers. That's where I met Tyler. That's in, that's, in that shop. That's fucking oh, beautiful. Oh, that's dope, bro. Hey. <laughs> George, if you could... Um, What's our question? What's our question for so, for for LA Price? What are we? Uh... Man, I actually yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. So well, we like to you know a couple of things. We you know we like to to bring it back musical, and um, we also like to have our guest tell us um, how how do you feel about I guess the theme of what we're talking about of the truth. Like where's where's your journey going to from here on out, and how how is it going to tie into well, I think, you know, I think you brought this up because of, you know, I mean, how you feel, right? I mean, you're, you're a, a real artist and you're striving for integrity. Man, you know what? I'm going to tell you, my goals have been changing constantly these last couple of years. Um, I've been out in Michigan about 13 months right now. And I've been around, I got five nephews and one niece, right? And they all staggered from one-year-old nephew right now to... 20-year-old nephew and my 15-year-old nephew and my 18-year-old nephew. Beasts, lyrically, and delivery, and pocket, intelligently. And I'm like, and they learned from me and my, my older brother that taught me how to rap, and they just been watching us for years because I always had my own studio. I didn't know until I just, you know, was out there. Like, if I play some stuff for y'all right now, you trip out. You'd be like, nah, nah, nah. It's doper than all the little young hip-hop that's out. And I'm like, yo, my family need me, dog. Like, my family, like, and I love it, too, because when I'm kicking it, it's like, it's better than kicking it with the homies, you know? It's like, damn, and they really influenced, they really looking up to you, they not ju judging you, trying to debate, they just want to soak it up, and I'm learning from them. So I'm like, you know what, man, life is dead, man. People be like, like, what's happiness? It's all different to everybody. Some people don't have a big family. Your happiness might be you know, channel elsewhere. So I'm like, man, I got like a family that look up to me, dog, and it's fun and they loving it and we could all win together and just express ourselves. So I'm like, you know what, since they all kind of influenced by this and that, I'm about to just keep my foot on their necks to where they do it the right way. Obviously, as a, as a lifelong artist, I gravitate to anybody with talent. You know, like when I see it and hear it, and like when I, when that, that anecdote earlier about sitting on the stairs at Tyler's house when you just started freestyling and fucked my head up. Like, literally, I'm like, I didn't know that could happen. You know, I never, I know, really, I didn't, I never. I, I said, sometimes I'm in the zone, sometimes I'm not, man. Okay, you're demurring, but I, I will say <laughs> that 
that that was insane. And Appreciate so it, right man. so right away. And like I, but then again, you know, just getting to hang with you and, and knowing you throughout the you know the years, you're always your your attitudes. I mean, how many you're dude, you're positive. And right. you, and then to find out Thank the you. shit you've gone through. Yeah. And to be positive still. There's no animosity oh, yeah, in the man. way that you say things. Like, you're not vindictive in any way. Yeah. You're very much just a very positive, like, life is life kind of person. Yeah, but you know what's crazy, man? I feel so bad when I'm on my family. Like, my brother's so hard. I'm the youngest of four. Mm. I'll be on my older two brothers, like, they 40, 45. I'll be on their heads tough. Like, right. tougher, as, tougher than my nephews because it's like I expect a certain, you know, especially, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, right. And it's just, we've been separate for a while, and I've been grinding so hard that it's like, it's different when I go around, you know, more areas, environments, it's more lackadaisical, and I'm I'm just ready to go, 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 go. And everybody is like, bro, chill, bro. Like, you you on 10. And I'm like, but do you know the motivation and inspiration that I have because I know how far I can take this? Yes. It's It's limitless. So it's like, why... Be caught up in that mindset of just the rat race. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, why? Nah, man, we can't think like that. We got one life to live. We could think like the American dream, going to school, go to college, and all this, and you're paying taxes for everything. You all the way caught up in debt. Or we could think like, hold on, we're going to master a craft, a trade. Mm. We're going to make our own money. We're going to make sure that we all work for our own selves or for the family, and we're going to be happy. We're going to secure and protect our energy and our happiness, yes. and we're going to build our own happy place. Y'all right. have built y'all a happy place right. where can't nobody fuck with. Straight yeah. up. You could be like, yo, George Price, get the fuck out of here right now. We got to go. <laughs> yeah. This y'all happy pre- place. Right. You feel me? Know, yeah. I'm trying to build my happy place. Yeah. I don't have my happy place yet. I'm, I don't have that built yet. So I'm trying to build my happy place. I'm right. trying to, you know, teach my family, like, look, look, man, we got to have our happy place to where... If you mad, sad, whatever, throughout the day, you go to this spot. And you're good. And you can be happy. But you work for it. God had to knock me off my high horse. He had to humble me. He had to humble me all the way. I was in too deep. My mommy used to always say, slow down, son. You need to slow down. I was even rushing her off the phone all the time. Yeah. She like, you need to slow down. Man, when I got in jail and I called her, she said, didn't I tell your ass to slow down? <laughs> I was like, mother's That's the biggest ass. I told you so ever. Yeah. Like, I was in too deep. Look, I did some. I was like, um, I was like, look, <clears throat> so, so gone like I'm in too deep. Cushion and switch, man, that shit too sweet. I done put on so my niggas gonna eat. He ain't got heart if the shit don't beat. Niggas get going when the boy say get him. He gonna get hit and whoever who with him. I ain't gonna clap with a strap in his denim. Make it where his fucking snapback don't fit him. So, so gone, but I'm standing right here. Hand on my gun, other hand on my bed. I'm so fly, I got my pilot right there. If the nigga die, who gonna land my lair? I ain't gonna pull it if I ain't gonna pull it. Color ID, put his name on a bullet. One to the head of rearrange his mullet. Think you hot shit, boy, your ass better cool it. 50 on deck, 100 in the safe. Paying my lawyer for that goddamn case. What you think you hard with a gun in your waist? I bet you think twice with a gun in your face. Give me my bread, plus my crumbs. If I gotta count it, nigga better run. Told little mama, bring daddy his comes. Bring daddy his comes. She be coming around the mountain when she comes. I'm loco. 5150. Oh, it's because y'all don't know. I got screws loose, a couple lug boats. My niggas say I'm cutthroat. My chicks, they say I love though. If shorty wanna jump ship, then I'ma throw her off that love boat. Gone like I'm in too deep. 
Cushion the switch, man, that shit too sweet. I done put on so my niggas gon' eat. You ain't got heart, this shit don't beat. Niggas get gone when the boy say get him. He gon' get hit and whoever who with him. Yeah, oh yeah, that. man. You feel Fuck me? Yeah. Hey. No, but this heart. But, but, look, but, look, that. but listen, that's when I was that's when I realized I needed to slow down. Yeah. That was years ago. That's why I don't even remember it like that. But yeah. I just the vibe that I was in when I woke up, I said, Man, you know what? I had to do a song about it, bro. You know what I mean? Just right. to just to yeah. be able to see Clear the picture of where I'm at and the future of where I can end up. And it was just a gel or a casket because of the people around me, the company I was keeping. And they was blocking my blessings. They was blocking the knowledge I, that, that I have now gained. You know what I mean? So all the ones that need saving, the ones that need help, aren't the ones like us that's tapped in. It's the lost sheep, yo. I was literally so, just thinking that as you were talking about that, because I was thinking when you just said about the people around you and like that, that's where the issue was, right? You know, those people aren't bad. You know, those people, I, I mean, they are, but they aren't. You know what I mean? It's like if, if you can just spread. Ignorance is bliss. Man, yeah, that's what it is. You know, and if you could kiss keep all of us in any, I mean, race, color, this, in, in any, where, whoever you are. Uh, some Asian guy in Queens, some Greek dude in Chicago. You know, I'm like, whatever you are, if you could just keep spreading that, the light that you're spreading. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man, because, like, it's okay to be different. It's okay to be you. You ain't got to try to be what you see on the social media or what you see on the TV screen. Like, it's okay. It's okay to mess up. You see, I be messing up or whatever. Like it's so like we know. Why I just post look social media for the for y'all that anybody tuning in that don't know, social media is just a highlight reel. Like people ain't posting how they look when they wake up, how they look when they sad, how they look when they going through the realest moments of their life. They posting when they going through the fakest moments of their life majority of the time. Fuck, oh, yeah. Like straight up and down, like six o'clock. Y'all need to tap in. For real. <laughs> nah, man, that's straight up and down like six o'clock. I, I love the way love you just it. throw that shit. I love for, it. Real, for real, like, can we can we do this? Yeah. Um, Remington, you've been a fucking baller, and I appreciate man, you. Man, I'm still trying to rap. You're a gym as a person. Here's, so. here's, so here's <laughs> <laughs> he sound like he's about to end it. No, 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 no. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. Uh, if he's about to rap, well, let's get that music. Have you ever felt pain like a knife in your back? Ever been afraid for your life to the max? Can't leave home unless you told in the strap. Can't talk on the phone cause the phone's all tapped. Ever been stuck on the side of the road? Ever been locked in the cell so cold? Feeling like you're drowning yourself in tears. Calling on the Lord cause nobody else cares. That's my pain, that's my life, that's my story, how it's told. Can't complain, can't go high. Think y'all know me, but you don't. All my days, all my nights, been so lonely on this road. But I got faith, I got light, so much glory in my soul. Yeah. Uh. March 23rd, back in 88, Wanda Orr gave birth to this baby face. They say a hard head, make it soft, uh. As you can tell, I used to curse on a daily base. But I'm grown now, and I'm toned down. Used to run around, tan up the whole town. From a trade eight to a four pound. Now I'm the King James version of Motown. Walk with me now, talk with me now. Big dreams, I gotta make the city proud. Yeah, that's my feeling. Well, if God willing, and if not, then it's back to the gritty grounds. Where it all started, turning cold hearted, cold with it flow. 
doors, it was no carpet, just some mouse traps. Old school apartment. Who would have known that I grow to be the best artist? Fame. That's my life. That's my story. How it's told. Can't complain. Can't go high. Think y'all know me, but you don't. All my days, all my nights. Been so lonely on this road, but I got faith, I got light, so much glory in my soul. Have you ever felt pain like a knife in your back? Ever been afraid for your life to the max? Can't leave home unless you tote in the strap. Can't talk on the phone cause the phone's all tapped. You ever been stuck on the side of the road? Ever been locked in the cell so cold? Feeling like you're drowning yourself in tears. Calling the love cause nobody else cares. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 hello, look, uh, we go through it. I'm on the log cause nobody else can, okay, look, I'ma run a mile if I get an inch, I'ma scratch through the surface like when it itch, couldn't turn it down, never did I flinch, I played the game, I was never sitting on the bench, against all odds, you couldn't take mine, it's drug laws in the streets trying to play God, but if you ask me, the boy's straight fraud, they better get up on their knees just to thank God. Big bank rolls, talking all hundreds, thinking I'm the man, but I'm far from it. I had to sit back and realize something. The one that's chasing that paper is really running from a true cause, cause the truth hurts. A lot of dudes getting lost in this universe. He want a new car, she want a new purse. When they kids need some drawers and a new shirt. Damn. One, two, three. That's my pain, that's my life, that's my story, how it's told Can't complain, can't go high, think y'all know me but you don't All my days, all my nights, been so lonely on this road But I got faith, I got light, so much glory in my soul Have you ever felt pain like a knife in your back? Ever been afraid for your life to the max? Can't leave home unless you told in the strap Can't talk on the phone cause the phone's all tapped You ever been stuck on the side? of the road, ever been locked in a cell so cold, feeling like you're drowning yourself in tears, coming on the Lord cause nobody else cares, yeah. <laughs> hey, that was All right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Shit, bro. Dude. Right on, man. There was some fucking feeling in that. Did you, did, so did, where, did you call yourself what? the King James of Motown at one point? Cause that's fucking yeah. sick. Yeah. That's fucking sick. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Reading that King James Bible, you know, yeah. being inspired by my parents playing all that uh, Barry Gordy Motown music, you know. Yep. And I met, and I've been to Barry Gordy's birthday party and kicked uh, it with him at his birthday. Yeah. So, uh, Price, if anybody wants to find you, see you, look you up, and not find the Remington side of it, but the actual you know you side of it, the music side of it. Where do they find? Because no, it's totally true. Like whenever I whenever I started looking you up, I found two completely different versions. Two, two different you know, people, huh? Online. Damn. He's like he's a double agent. <laughs> you always want to be double O. Double O. Nah. Um. You can go to L A Price. It's L dot A dot P R Y C E. L.A. Price. You look that up on Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you can find music on. Um, you'll find me there. I got a few. I got a few things out. I'm about to start launching everything, promoting it all. So you're gonna, y'all gonna see a whole lot more. I have my my Vivo channel out right now, L.A. Price Vivo. So you know, y'all check it out. Y'all tune in, man. For real. We'll collab at some point. Though. 
Oh yeah, definitely. You know definitely. Oh, I, I hope we can collab at some point too, yeah. man. You never need anything, man. Just man, let me know. And, and if y'all let me take my time on it, yeah, like just give me the if, whatever. If y'all got some ideas and just need some some lyrics, or even if it ain't me, but it's somebody y'all want to do something, and but y'all need them right joints, the lyrics, man, send it my way. Right I on. have it back to you the same day, yeah. probably within an hour. Fucking, it's love amazing, it. isn't it? I mean, literally, it's just like. Your just outputs insane, dude. Right, man. It's not, thank you so much. It's crazy. You, you are one of the most talented people I've ever met. And, For and real? Really, yeah, yeah, man. I really appreciate you as a person, as yeah. a friend, man. You, you, you man, are. Uh, thank you, bro. You're a great guy. Appreciate you too, bro. Yeah, you know. All right, shall we bring it on home? So, Rim, I'm gonna give you not necessarily a challenge in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Please do give me a challenge. Hold all right, on. then I'm gonna give you a fucking challenge. Give me a fucking challenge. Let's go. I need you to outro us, but outro. I need I need pod rock. I need garage sessions. I need every single one of our names. I want everything you can fucking give me to give us the outro for this session right now. You wanted a challenge. Let's create that challenge. original pod rock outro. Okay, right it's here. That rock. It's, it's that pod rock. Right. It's that pod rock. It's that pod rock. Yo, it's that pod rock. Pull up in a drop top. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Wait, I'm warming up. Got time. I'm warming Got time. up. Yo, pull up to the pod rock in the drop top. <laughs> Finna play some hopscotch with a, <laughs> with a nice dot. <laughs> Sipping on some nice scotch. Playing hopscotch. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? You'll find hey, it. Hey, look. You'll find it. Hey yo, shout out Pyrot. My boy George on the My boy George on the string. Joanne's on the beam. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, you gotta do it, bro. I can't bitch that. How the fuck am I supposed to do this shit? Like I thought. Oh, you want me to freestyle this? Nah, no, here's the whole thing. I gave you a shell. And I know you can really. Okay, okay. You hey yo, so, so he gave me a challenge. I'ma take the challenge and I'ma balance. I'ma show them how I could do my talents. I could do this all this shit without accountants. Look, it's that easy to me. I could run us out with, with an outro. Yo, nitro, what is about though? Yo, I need a flow. Uh, <laughs> we got Adrian, George. Yo, he on the bass of the guitar. Look, Joanne going hard. Look, we got Lenny living far. In the M I, crooked letter, crooked letter I, O U R I, uh, and your boy Price, <laughs> and, and my boy Cody Mobley, Mobley. I was like, damn, we do this shit properly. We owning property, ain't no possibility, ain't no probably. We do this so easy, ain't no stopping me. I'm a hot commodity, uh, and it's the outro, and we close it out, though, and I was like, damn, dog, had to do it loud, slow. So wait, we over there. We in the garage. And we over here. We live in large. We live in large. Pod uh, Rock. Pod Rock LA, y'all. <laughs> My boy, I appreciate you. Thank as a you man, so much. Thank you so very much. Hey, Price. Have to top that and, and take whatever sounded good and just go. Yeah, with. man. I had some ideas, but well, this has been uh, another episode of Pod Rock and uh, Pod Rock, Pod Rock, Pod Rock, Pod Rock, Pod Rock. We signing out, man. Y'all better log in. Y'all better stop hating. Y'all better steady sucker ducking. Y'all better keep it, keep keeping it real. Every day, all day, twenty four eight, three sixty five. Y'all know how we do. Straight up and down like six o'clock, baby. Yeah.
Patrick. You guys do understand I, I, I stopped recording a long Patrick. time ago, right? I'm so sorry. No, I'm joking. You've just heard Pod Rock. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Basically anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. If you liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe, share, give us a thumbs up. We offer original insight into the world of music with friends, scotch, and you know what? A little bit of rock. Pod Rock with George Adrian is co-produced by Mobtown Productions with LLA Productions. That was fantastic. My boy Lenny just weighed in <laughs> from a vape pen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sipping whiskey until the day end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.